0: Hey everybody, it's Charles from HumbleMechanic.com, and today we're talking about some key rules you've got to follow when you're borrowing tools. I think most of us have found ourselves in a position where we needed a tool, but we didn't have it. And that means we either have to buy it or borrow it. I have done my fair share of borrowing tools as well as loaning them out. And some of those transactions have went fantastic. well. Others, not so much. So here are six rules that you better be following if you're borrowing tools. Number one is to ask. This seems like a no-brainer. Of course you would ask. Hey, Johnny, can I borrow that ratchet? But you would be amazed at the amount of times where someone has been using a tool that belonged to someone else and just simply went over to their box, reached in, took it, and decided that it was cool for them to use. I've had countless times where I was walking through the shop and saw someone using something of mine, and I knew for sure that they didn't ask. Most of the time, it's not gonna be a big deal to borrow that tool, but simply asking makes the whole process much more pleasant for everyone. Number two is use the tool properly. You guys know me. I am all about pushing the limits of proper tool usage when the tools belong to me. When you're borrowing someone else's tools, it's really important to make sure that you're using it properly. If I mess up one of my own tools by doing something dumb with it, like using my ratchet as a hammer, then that's my problem. But if you wreck one of the tools by using it improperly or doing something silly with it, you have just bought yourself and me a brand new tool. So be sure you're doing everything you possibly can to use the tool properly in the way that it was intended and try not to damage it. Number three is kind of like number one where it sounds like a no-brainer, yet here we are having the conversation. Bring the tool back when you are done with it. Like I mentioned, I've loaned out tons of tools and there's not many more things frustrating than having to hunt down your own stuff in order to do a job. When the rookie, apprentice, or even the journeyman threw it on their cart and left it overnight. Not only is that costing a professional technician time, which costs money, it's incredibly frustrating, and makes me not want to loan tools to that person anymore. A lot of technicians have their tools in a very specific place, and if you put it in the wrong spot, they might get mad too, so it's always worth to ask of, hey Johnny, where did this ratchet go that I borrowed from you the other day? Then that prevents you from having to say things like, Jordan, is that where you got that ratchet from? Not bringing tools back when you're done or in a timely manner is also another one-way ticket to never being able to borrow that tool again. Now for number four, this is a little bit above and beyond but it's still very important and that's clean the tool up before you bring it back look i get it tools get dirty they get oily they get greasy and i'm cool with that but while you're using it if it gets dirty take a rag and wipe it off don't bring it back covered in dirt or crud or anything like that it's such a simple gesture and it helps out so much for that loaner e relationship and if it's something high dollar like an electric tool or a diagnostic piece of equipment make sure you do a really good job of cleaning your dirty fingerprints off of it as well. Number five might be the most serious one and the one that probably results in the most fighting in shops, and that's if you break the tool, make sure you fix it. I get it, broken tools are part of the game. I've broken tools from every brand of tool company that I've owned, so it happens, especially in the professional world. But there's nothing worse than opening your drawer and finding a little note on a socket that says, sorry, this broke. If you break a tool while you're borrowing it, if you can fix it, fix it. As long as that tool's then gonna function exactly how it was designed. Or replace it. Call the tool truck man and say, hey, I broke this, I need a replacement. Or drive to the store and get a replacement. Or fill out one of those online forms and get it sent to you. Whatever you have to do to get that tool replaced, get it replaced. Now, unfortunately, all tools do not have a lifetime warranty. And if that's the case, well, wah, wah, it looks like you're probably going to have to buy a new one. And while that does really kind of stink, that is part of the risk of borrowing someone else's stuff. And I touched on it briefly, but please just admit it. If it broke and you come to me and say, hey, Charles, I was using this correctly and it broke. I'm going to be way cooler with it than when I go to use it and just find that it's sitting in my toolbox broken. Or like when I sit down on my rolly chair and find that the wheels are all broken after someone else used it. These are all real things that happen, by the way. Fess up, admit that you broke it, figure out with the person you're borrowing tools from how to make it right, and move on. This is a much better solution than trying to hide it because no doubt, The person you borrowed it from is gonna find out. And finally, number six, if you have to borrow it more than a few times, it's time to buy your own. My rule was always either two or three, depending on what kind of tool it was. After borrowing in that number of times, I would go ahead and buy my own. Some tools cost a stupid amount of money. As professionals, we rely on these tools to make our living and to fix cars for our customers. If you're borrowing a tool, it's because you don't have it and you need to either save time, create less work for yourself, or simply get the job done. Don't be that technician that borrows everyone else's tools to make money. It is your job as a professional to have the equipment that you must have in order to complete the task. All that being said, there are some cases where I understand. As apprentices would come into the shop, I would always let them use my stuff because I didn't want them going out on the snap-on truck and spending $10,000 that first week. But all the rules still apply. You need to be building a tool list so you know what you're going to have to buy, as well as respecting and taking good care of the stuff that you're borrowing from other people. You need to treat it better than you treat your own stuff. If you do that and act like a normal human adult, you should have no problem with borrowing tools from people from time to time. But I promise you, if you're that dude that just goes into someone's box and takes whatever you think that you need, you're going to find yourself not borrowing tools really, really fast. So for the question of the day, what tool borrowing advice do you guys have? Drop that down below. If you have questions or comments, you know what to do. If you like the video, give it a thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe and ding that notification bell. Also, mash that share button. You can also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course on Snapchat. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. Happy tool loaning, happy tool borrowing, and I will see you next time.